Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, who must I become? Sit back and relax and let's get started. So if you're listening to this at the end of the year, which is when I'm recording it, you may be finding yourself in a place where you are considering all that's happened this year and all of the things that you want to do next year. Maybe it's the things you should have done this year and the things you want to do next year. And you're in a place where you're trying to think about New Year's resolutions and not trying not to think about last year's resolutions because you didn't do them. And you're in a place where you're, you're kind of confused, but you feel like you need to do something because that's kind of what people do, right? Well, I'd have you consider that perhaps there's a different approach to this than the traditional And that, frankly, resolutions are kind of bullshit. Resolutions suggest that you're going to resolve to do something and it's just going to happen overnight just because you declare it. It's kind of like that scene in The Office when Michael Scott declares bankruptcy. He comes out and he yells, bankruptcy! And he's like, you can't just yell it for it to work. He said, I didn't yell it, I declared it. You can't just do the same thing with resolutions either. You can't just say you're going to do something and then it just happens because you haven't done anything to set a foundation around the why any of those things are important or the how you're going to achieve those things or the what in in terms of what you're going to actually do. What are the tactics? What are the frameworks? What are the mindsets that are going to be required and how are you going to get there? And who's going to help you along the way? And where are you going to invest in different places? And who's going to coach you and guide you? And who are you going to run with on this path? And who, where is a path to get where I want to go that someone else has run that I can follow? Like all these things are important if you want to achieve any kind of outcome. But the other component of this is understanding that where you want to go is not so much as a change in in or a a new set of things that you're going to resolve to do, but ultimately a change in identity. This became very clear to me just in the last few months. I I realized that while I had been putting myself through challenges, through kind of 90-day challenges across all of the domains, across body, being, spirituality, business, and balance, being my family, and looking for specific and impossible targets inside of any of those those challenges, I realized that they weren't really linked up to any kind of long-term vision. They were just kind of, okay, I know I want to live at a high level, so I'm going to put time and tension on myself and I'm going to, like, I'm just going to go. Now that unto itself, that kind of pressure and that if you surround yourself with other people that are doing that and you put the money in place and you put all of the leverage points in place to, to deliver results, you're going to get some results. I've gotten massive results. But I also found that my identity was changing, but not so much intentionally towards a target of who my identity needed to be. And recently I went through a a guided meditation with a coach of mine and I had a vision of the man I could become if I chose to walk that path in a year. And it was, there was very there was, there was a lot of specifics around this that I uncovered, how he looked, what his energy was like, what his body was like, what his relationships and the energy inside of his family was, 
what his finances were, where he was 12 months in the future. And guided by that vision, I've resolved a set of targets across the domains. And the, there's, they've, they've kind of sifted into four key themes this year for me. You see, this past year, in terms of my body, I had a story in my mind that I was training for a war, and I didn't know what war. It, it often made me unnerved. I didn't know what kind of war I was going to, I was training for. I just knew that I needed to, to take self-defense classes. I knew that I needed to take tactical weapons classes. I knew that I needed to make my body very powerful in terms of my cardiovascular system and just get my nutrition right. Like all these things towards this idea of being ready for a war. I didn't know what it was. And I, and I, I, it, it, again, like I said, it made me, it made me a little bit frightened of what that meant. I didn't actually think a physical war, but I felt like there might be something down the line that would require me to be at a certain level of condition to weather it. But recently I found out that that actually wasn't, I don't think that's the case anymore. Instead, the theme for me, for my body this year is a weapon of the spirit is how can I use my physical being to channel my own personal energy of intention of love of broadcast. Part of that is this podcast and the way I speak and the way I move and the way I connect and physical fitness is a part of that and fuel is a part of that, but there are other, other elements to that. It's actually basically what I see is my, is that it is my body being subject to the will of God and constantly seeking to align to what his will is physically. That was what, that was one of the qualities I saw of that man, that vision of the man I could become. In terms of my balance, I'm sorry, in terms of my being, in terms of my relationship with God and spirituality, what I saw in that man in the future was not so much a man who was waiting and connected as I feel today. I'm connected and waiting to hear from God, but much more of a seeking posture. A man who's actually seeking God at a greater capacity and not just asking and waiting doing that as well, but actually taking an even more tenacious approach to seeking out my father. In terms of my balance in my family, what I saw was a family that was actually operating with an operating system that actually had a formula with which it was operating and a target that it is moving towards as a family. All of us with our own individual targets and paths of growth where we're constantly seeking to contribute to each other. Me to my wife and us to our children and even letting our children know what we're all working towards. How often do we go through family life when we just kind of drift from year to year with the only things that really mark things are birthdays and holidays. 
and the fact that the kids are growing up faster, faster than they, I could have ever imagined. And they grow up too fast and all that kind of stuff, which is what I'm experiencing right now. But how much more powerful would it be if we actually knew where we were going and we were actively working together to get there? That's what I saw as true at the end of, at the end of next year for me. And then finally, the final part that I saw in terms of business, well, I saw myself, to, I saw myself operating above the game at an even higher level. I saw myself creating and building value for multiple companies and my clients and doing it from a place of complete peace and faith. And what I actually heard was that that man is only able to create when he is at peace and operating and walking in faith. And in that place of peace and faith and love, what he creates is divine, divinely inspired. And he is not in it, or of it rather, he is just holding it. Not letting the business control him, but him controlling the business. And so all of those things add up for me to a brand new identity 12 months from now. When I'm broadcasting on this podcast 12 months from now, it'll be a different man. And so as you're thinking about New Year's resolutions, again, I'd have you think about the idea that perhaps what you want is not a new set of resolutions of things that you're just going to declare, but rather a new identity. What new identity do you want? What habits and behaviors would be true of the identity that you want? And rather than coming up with some ego-based targets, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds, 50 pounds, I'm going to work out every day, whatever. You just simply say, who must I become? Who must I become to be that man or woman? And what would be the patterns and behaviors of that person? And what would be the habits that I would need in place? Because our current identity is nothing more than the assembly and the culmination of all of our habits, all of our current habits. That's all our current identity is, is all of the habits that we have today. So if you want a new identity, change your habits. But before you can change your habits, you actually have to know what I want to change my habits to and where to, how do I even know what to do? Well, again, that's why you've, it's incumbent to create some space and give yourself the time and space necessary to, and give yourself the permission to envision who you might be able to become, who you might be able to become and what they would look like, and how they would feel, and how they'd be connected spiritually, and how they'd be connected in their family and their marriage, what kind of money they would make. And from that place, start to derive 
the habits and behaviors of that future self. And with that inspiration, an inspiration that comes from the heart, not the head, start to build a map. A map from here to there, quarter by quarter, month by month, week by week, day by day, to become closer and closer to that future self. In the movie Inception, there is all of this time warp science fiction going on where essentially without giving away too much of the movie, there are messages rippling through time from one character to another character. It's a character in the future speaking to a character in the past. And I've made the correlation that in the meditations I've had where I've seen my future self, a future, future possibility of myself, if I choose to go that way, I almost feel like that man in the future is sending me signals to say, come this way. This is what it looks like. These are the things you have to do. And then occasionally I look back. I look back at the man I was. I recently saw a picture of the man that proposed to my wife. I don't recognize him. And I realize how lost he was. The only thing you could see was that the woman he was going to get engaged to was divine, a divine gift that he couldn't even fully even begin to appreciate. He just followed his heart. But everywhere else, his life was a disaster in relative terms. And I'm pulling for that man right now. I'm thinking back on him and I feel pity. I feel absolute pity. But I'm sending him a message right now. Just like there's someone, there's a future version of yourself sending you a message right now if you only took the time to listen and give yourself some space to ask. What are they trying to tell me? What does my future possibility look like in my body? What does my future possibility look like in my relationship with God, my family, and my business? And write these things down. And then finally ask yourself, who would I have to become to be that man? And perhaps that's all you need to do as you listen to this podcast is ask that question. Who could I become? And what must I do to become that man? And instead of resolutions for this next year, you're considering a new identity. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for tuning in. More to come.